I was trying to say, you know what, I'm going to actually be vulnerable. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be sort of not try and push my feelings down. And then you swatted those down. I snapped at you and I was like, do not minimize my pain and my experience. I am feeling the pain. I know how I'm feeling. And then I was getting even more angry. I wanted to shut myself down even more, reserve myself, pull myself back emotionally. I feel like such a terrible girlfriend No, no, no. Right it now. has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. I generally downplay everything. You can very much feel like you need to overcompensate and be like, no, this is really serious because when something gets really hard or something kind of really bad happens, I'm like, everything's going to be fine. Everything's great. Oh, that's exciting. Hey, and welcome to the Interracial Couple Podcast. Wait, not all black and white. My name is Sarah. I'm black. I'm Matthew. I'm white. And welcome to this week's episode. And this is going to be kind of a fun one for me because A, it's about how I kind of got to be right. I'll just say that. But <laughs> it's also fun for me. And how I got to be wrong. I'm never wrong. <laughs> no, you were not wrong at all. It was No. But I think my, it's not even that, I, okay, so it's not only that I got to be right, because it actually wasn't the enjoyable part. It was a little bit, because I was like, I'm just going to kind of hold on to this situation um, instead of reacting. You know, when I get, in general, I've seen when I, when we get in arguments or there's a disagreement, usually there's this thing where I have like, or I don't, and I don't think I'm alone in this, where it's like, I want to prove that I'm right, you know? Yeah. And in that case, I was like, you know what? I got nothing to prove. Like, eventually will like the the truth will come out as it were or the reality will come out maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm not wrong i was pretty sure you were pretty sure and at the end of the day it wasn't even who was right or wrong it was kind of the way that it was handled so yeah, why don't you so kind of set us up with the story i'll tell the story i was walking out and i injured myself because i used dumbbells that were 25 pounds and 25 pounds on each side and when I was doing the squats and I can do like squats with pretty heavy weight but something happened to my thigh and it was I just had these sharp pains for a couple of days yeah mm -hmm. um sometimes I would think like I'm, I'd injured myself to the extent that I needed to go to the doctor but I was just like I am so sure I've I'm injured because I was like limping. I stayed in bed with this pain for like two days because I could hardly walk. And we went on a walk and I was like, you know what? I don't think this is soreness anymore. I was convinced I was injured. And there I was not even being able to walk on a walk. And you told me like, you're not injured. You... What did you say? Well, I, I was like, you're having muscle spasms. Some, like something happened. Now, I mean, the, the, the definition of injury is fairly broad, but generally like an injury that, uh, you know, that needs, you know, medical attention or something like that, right? It was like, but I was looking at it. I was like, no, you, the way you were describing what was going on is that you were having a lot of muscle spasms and like you had tweaked something and you just needed to relax the muscle. And for whatever reason... It wasn't relaxing on its own. Um, but, you know, but if it's an injury, 
the way you would deal with it is different than if you're basically having a lot of tension and it's spasming. Because if it's spasming, it would mean Epsom salts baths, it might mean some arnica, it might mean massaging, it might be uh, warming it, you know, warming it up just so that it relaxes and cooling it down to reduce the inflammation, different things that can be done. And here I was to myself thinking like, am I going to need hip replacement surgery? <laughs> and I think this was the thing. So we went on a walk and I was just like, you were like, I'm so, this is like a real problem. I'm injured. And I was like, no, like it's a muscle spasms. We got to get it to relax. And you snapped at me. I snapped at you and I was like, do not minimize my pain and my experience. It's, I am feeling the pain. I know how I'm feeling and I might need, okay, I'm exaggerating. But you were like, <laughs> he, I might need to go to the doctor. I was like, yeah. so sure. I was like, if this doesn't stop in a couple of days, I am going to the doctor. Right. Um, and you were like, okay. And I was like, I, I can't even, I could not go on that walk. Yeah. So, cause I was walking so slow. Um, so we came back. So when we came back, so I, you were mad at me. You were like, you shut me down. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm not going to react. Um, first of all, it's not my body. So whether I'm right or wrong, kind of like whatever. Right. But the other thing was, it was, uh, and was that rather than trying to like convince her of what the situation was, I was like, you do your thing. But kind of the downside when I was thinking about it is I actually think I can help but if you're telling me you're injured, I can't help because I'm not a doctor, I'm not a chiropractor. There's all these things that I'm not. But if it's really just a matter of relaxing it and massaging it and uh, whatever, then then there's something I can definitely do. So that day, rather than me doing anything, I was like, you do you, you take care of your thing and I'm going to go about my day. And the way I took care of things was like I said, Googling um, chiropractors around Northridge. Did you and, really? And, yeah. <laughs> I was going to go pay for, to go see a chiropractor. And I was like, is like, I was looking at my insurance. Is it that something that's going to cover? That's why I went with it. Cause I was like, I am definitely like might need to see a doctor. Yeah. And I was like, and then I started to think like, oh, I like running. So does that mean this means like I'm going to have a three month injury where I can't go on a run. Like I just was like, oh, this is going to take longer than whatever. Mm. So um, that evening I, you Oh, just enough, I suggested you take four Advil, which is a lot, not something you can do often, but it was so seizing up and you were in so much pain and you weren't sleeping because you were waking up in the middle of the night with these like searing pains. But the other reason why I knew it wasn't like an actual injury injury is that it would come and I would like touch part of your leg and it would be really tense. And then later it wouldn't be tense at all or it would move, the tension would move. So it was like, oh, I can kind of you know, massage it here no, a little bit and the, go away. Actually, what happened was like, when you say massaging it, that's when the pain started moving. Mm -hmm. But when I was just like, when I thought it was injured, the pain was in one place. Got it. Okay. Um, so then, but ultimately by the, you took a lot of Advil that night and then it relaxed and you're like, oh, you actually walked and you even like did some dishes or whatever. Um, which just because you take Advil and you don't feel it, that's a painkiller. So it doesn't mean that you're not injured. It can also mean that you're covering something up. But you actually relaxed enough and you're like, oh, actually, like I can touch it now. I, oh, maybe I'm not, I'm not injured. And I was like, well, now that you have acknowledged that, now there's a really good thing, which is that now I can actually offer to help. So, uh, and, you know, and so I did, you know, right? we did like an Epsom salt bath. I, I massaged in the bath and then we came back. In, you know, into the bedroom, laid you down on the bed and spent like an hour 
doing an actual massage and just kind of loosening, you know, loosening things up. Oh my God, you're such a good boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, to me, I think one of the things was that when, and I think this, there are kind of like two parts of that. One is that if I, if, if I, like I couldn't help you when you were so sure it was one thing, you know, when you were so sure I couldn't actually be a service. Because of who I am and my personality, like when I'm sure you're pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you can help. I, I made it impossible for you to offer any suggestion or offer any sort of help. Um, I, I wasn't in a place when, I'm, when I was that sure, especially with, like, my leg. I, yeah, I left no room for you to offer your opinion or offer anything. Yeah, right. And so, you know, that was kind of like this one side of that story that like that's what I was saying okay huh you know I kind of felt good I kind of won this thing but there's another reality that if I don't actually own my part of this story then we don't actually fully help the relationship the other part of my story is that I generally downplay everything you know um, I can easily be some someone who minimizes anything because I do it with myself you know like uh, I it's pretty rare that I go to the like worst case scenario I, I'm also like, like in my community, people who know me is the person that when something gets really hard or something kind of really bad happens, I'm like, oh, that's exciting. You know, like, uh, yeah. it's like, oh, this is really hard. I've been struggling for a year with this thing or whatever. And I find that I actually take a certain amount of joy in the challenge. And it's just a mindset thing for me, you know, and it's something that most of the time I take pride in, you know. So if there's something that's really hard, I think, wait, if I was LeBron James and I was down you know, 10 points with two minutes left in the fourth quarter in order to win a championship game, I wouldn't be like, oh, this is so hard. They're such a good team. They're up by 10 points. They only got two minutes left to be like, this is great. I'm going to like bring my best so that I can actually <laughs> win this game. And even if I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to show up a hundred percent. And that's generally what I bring into my life. That's a positive side. The other side is that I can easily like because I always go there with myself or people around me, uh, you can very much feel like you need to overcompensate and be like, no, this is really serious because of my own thing to generally be like, everything's great. Everything's going to be fine. Minimize. And like for us, in some ways, it's actually finding a balance because the last thing that you need is to be defending your reality because you're already anticipating sort of this way that I show up in our relationship, you know? So yeah. it's a two-way street. It is a two-way street. And so for me, after I was like, okay, I'm not injured. It's like I had to own it, own up and be like, you know what? I'm sorry, you were right. Um, But, and no buts about it, um, I feel like that tends to happen a lot, is that there's some times where you just like, you're so sure of yourself and then, you realize like, okay, I was, I was wrong. Um, and you are right. But most of the time it doesn't happen necessarily the same way, or you never find the answers Mm. to like who was right, who was wrong. And so there's this argument of like, I was so sure in, in our case with my leg is like, yeah, you were right. And we could come back to be like, you could also be like, ha ha ha. I was right. (laughs) And for me, there was that moment of like, Oh, yeah, you are. I was wrong and I apologize and thank you for helping me like take care of my leg and giving me massages. 
But I think part of like deciding to do like today's episode, we I feel like we should look at what are those areas like where people are so right, mm-hmm. you know? Because I think like being right is one of the things that in in relationships can be very detrimental. Totally. Like that's so, so true. Um, I just want to say real quickly, when it sounded like I was really helping out by massaging your legs, on, we're on a podcast, you can't see your legs, but you have great legs. It was actually oh. really for me. Um, so you're, I'm welcome to myself. Uh, good and, job, Matthew. Yes, and um, for the record, <laughs> uh, the pain is gone. I'm no longer injured. I'm back to working out. <laughs> I was never injured. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a win-win all the way around. It was just sort of, you know. I had muscle yeah. spasms. <laughs> Um, but, um, um, but you're talking about like the being right, like being right is not necessarily a great, you know, like it's, you know, the whole issue of being right, someone, right. There's sort of this famous line, would you rather be, be right or be happy, (laughs) you know? Um, and I, it's something that I've known, right. I mean, early on in my, you know, in my life as a partner to somebody, um, like it's one of the first things I remember some, like a therapist telling me or reading in a relationship book, like you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Your choice. Um, I want to be right. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, while I knew it, it wasn't something that I could fully incorporate into my life until I just kind of grew up a little bit. And I was like, you know what? Being right. Isn't that important? Because I also know like my, one of my favorite books ever I read a couple years ago is called being wrong. Um, by Catherine Schultz, I recommend it highly. And it just really kind of brought home that I'm actually wrong most of the time, you know? And if you kind of look at it, anything like, yeah. Um, when, and when I, it, even on bigger things, you know, there's the bigger things or the little things. There's all these assumptions that we make. Um, you know, like even last night we were, we were having a conversation about the impact of plastic bags on the environment, you know? And the reality is, is that that's a, a you know, there are different studies that have shown different things. And we know generally plastic, you know, the, the use of single-use plastics is bad. But when you're not using single-use plastic bags, what, you know, what are you using instead? Um, and is that good for the and, environment? And, and, and how, you, know? you know, that is also going to have an impact, right? Even cotton bags have an impact on the environment. Um, you know, someone has to grow it. Cotton takes, cotton is, tends to be a very highly um, pesticide-heavy uh, uh, crop. So then is it organic? Um, you know, it still uses a ton of water. So anytime you're looking at an issue, it's not always cut and dry. Science is always changing. The way we see things in our relationship is changing because we grow, we learn new things. And you, it's hard to say, oh, we were wrong about like plastic bags, you know, 60 years ago. Um, it was just the, what we had available to us as information was different. And we move on in our, our relationships. More people do studies about happiness and relationships. We can learn from others. And then we spend time in our relationship and we actually get better each time we do it. We make a mistake and we grow from it. And so I think this idea of being right is like, actually we're just wrong most of the time. And therefore trying to be right is a little bit of a fool's errand that it doesn't really make anybody happy. No, it doesn't. And I feel like when I realize that I'm wrong, I'm thinking that I must have been right, right. to come to this realization that I'm wrong. Okay. Yeah. So, but 
realizing that there's some humbleness that comes with it if you're humble but some people that have like that transition can be very difficult like actually accepting that i am wrong you know um and i'm not always right so some people get angry or like they're just like accepting that i'm wrong is like not very easy especially when you're for people who are so opinionated about their right mm-hmm. you know so do you come back and you're like you know what guys i'm sorry like now i realize i was wrong um and i'm sorry and yeah that's just well, like i think they're kind of like two sides of that one okay. is that you're so sure you're right right and then you get an argument maybe you realize you're wrong a couple things can happen one you're like you might go back and say but i was right in certain areas in order to sort of justify your own you know, being wrong. The other thing is to say, oh, uh, I was, I was sure I was right. You've proven to me I'm wrong. I was wrong. Now that I know what you've told me, I've come to see it your way. I'm right again immediately. So then we actually like, you, we spend most of your time being right because you're right until you're wrong. And then as soon as you're wrong, then you realize that. And now you're right again. True. But can you realize that you're wrong without necessarily mean like I'm right. Like if, if it's a conversation and you're right and I, you convince me that, you know what, your theory, your facts are wrong. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, I am, I accept, like I am wrong. I'm not right. No, but, but okay. But you become right now when you've seen it. And of course we're going to move on and we're going to come to new understandings of different things. But here's the thing is when I, and I think this is one of the major things that shifted for me in relationship. And I think it's one of the things that when I bring it to this relationship, I feel like this was so important in our happiness together, which is, I used to think that if I was wrong, that was like a shameful thing, you know, like I want to be right, but something shifted for me. And it was this, that when, if you and I get into a disagreement and at the end I come and I say, you know what, you were right. Guess what happens? I actually grew from that experience. If I'm right all the time or, or I, or I believe I'm right, or I don't want to admit I'm wrong. What I'm kind of saying is I know everything and I don't have to, I don't, I don't need to grow. So if you and I get in an argument and you prove me wrong, I just learned something I didn't know before. You didn't learn anything new from that situation, but I did. And that's, what's really beneficial. So even when I'm like in this case with the, like with your leg thing, like, yeah, I was right. But I also actually wanted to look and see how was I wrong so that I can actually gain something from that too. And how I was wrong is that, you know, I, I often go to that everything is going to be fine. And so I can make you or others around me feel like I'm minimizing your challenge, you know? Yeah. And I think too, is like when you in like other things, like in my life, like I'm trying to not be right about certain things, um, and just not even not necessarily being right, just not have an, a very like hardcore opinion about things. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like mostly as I'm getting older, is like I realize that the things that I was so right about, I t- in a couple of years, I it tends to like change. Yeah, I you, don't you have a different perspective. You grow up. Um, yeah. So in like even the way I communicate, I'm just like, is that? You know, like I believe that that's the right way to communicate or to listen. And then I read a book and it's like, okay, that is, you know, that is no longer the way to communicate, you mm-hmm. know? So 
And even kind of going back to this right and wrong thing too, like I think we might have mentioned this uh, a couple of weeks ago when we had this argument where you snapped at me, right? Okay. Uh, and then I was really like really upset by how you spoke to me. And to me, I realized that I was, when, when we got into it and I was like, I really want an apology from you. I really felt like the way you spoke to me was not cool. But at the end, you were like, you basically offered a conditional apology. Like, I'm not going to apologize unless you see it the way that, you know, unless you understand where I was coming from too. And I was like, no, nah, nah, I don't even want the apology. And we had this kind of like this big thing. And at a certain point, like what was so kind of great for me was I was just getting so frustrated. And then I kind of got to realize that, yeah, I might not want you to speak to me that way. But what that triggered in me was that I often react when somebody snaps at me or yells at me and not the way that I want to. Now, it's very different if I'm attacking or I'm kind of like ready for battle. Um, I learned so much from that particular day where we had that happen because if I'm in a battle with somebody, I'm kind of like battle ready, then I can get into it. But if I'm thinking like, oh, everything's fine or I'm doing the right thing or whatever, and then someone comes along and just snaps at me or yells at me or whatever and I get and taken let me, off guard. Let's just stop there. Your definition of yelling is very different from my definition of yelling. Right. So for me that day, I was like, I did not yell at you. I raised my voice at you because you had me yell. Yes. Right. So yeah, yes. Raise you, it, she raised her voice or you snapped. We, we've agreed that it wasn't yelling. To you. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> it was not yelling. I I raised my voice. I was not yes. using my quiet voice. But you did snap. I did snap. Okay, great. Okay. So that threw me off and it kind of threw me into a tailspin and made me really angry with you and all this stuff. And what I ultimately had to come to, it took me 24 hours of a kind of this, like being just discontented and, and me trying to basically express where I was coming from and why it was important for me to get an apology was that I actually allow somebody else's snapping at me or raising their voice at me to throw me off my game. So in that moment we're talking about, I'm like, wait, I didn't have to have that reaction, you know? So it's not necessarily excusing what you did. It doesn't matter. That's your thing. For me, coming to realize rather than trying to prove in that conversation that I was right, my big aha was even in this situation, I was also bringing something to the table that I needed to change, that I needed to grow from. You know, my reaction to you, my reaction to how you do something if I perceive you to be wrong, is like, it's so important. It's what I have control over. Like, and now I was like, I, I think I might have joked about this before. Like, I'm excited for the next time that you snap at me and yell at me. I am so right that it's not going to happen no, again. No, you did actually out there oh, yeah. when you snapped at me where I was like, you're not injured, you're not injured. And you're like, don't do this. No, right? I what I did was I looked at you and I said, I am in so much pain. Do not minimize my pain. That I don't and, consider. And don't say anything. You didn't really snap. I did That's not true. snap. But you definitely, you were very stern and you were angry with me. Yeah, I, here I am, I not it. able to walk. No, no, and you're just telling not, me like... I'm not, I'm not accusing you of it. I'm just saying that that was the closest thing that we've had since then over the last month where there was like this moment that you... Maybe you didn't snap. You raised your voice a little bit. I don't know how to oh my God. say this <laughs> properly now. <laughs> but, uh, but like where I was like, oh, I'm kind of like, I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to the next time somebody yells at me or takes me off guard. It's not going to be me because I am so, so right. Now. 
I am becoming. Yeah, I am. You are bodhisattva. I am meditating. I am gonna speak with my calm voice for the rest of my life. And if we're ever wondering when the second coming of the Messiah, it's happened. It's gonna be this black woman. So for me to like basically say that you hurt my feelings was hard because as men we know it's not cool to have your feelings get hurt. That's not really okay. So even that, just saying, you know, I just really want to be honest. Like that really actually hurt. And then I did, and you rejected that, which hurt even more because I was kind of doing this thing that I was trying to say, you know what, I'm going to actually be vulnerable. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be sort of not try and push my feelings down. And then you swatted those down. And then I was getting even more angry. I wanted to shut myself down even more, reserve myself, pull myself back emotionally, all these things. That oh are my like, God, I'm still feeling like such a terrible girlfriend No, 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 right it has now. nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. The fact that I felt shut down, that I withdrew, it's like, like I'm sure that any man listening to this understands what it's like to get into a fight, try to be emotional, try and be really authentic, and then get shut down again. Now you're like, well, now look, this is exactly why we're taught as young boys, don't show your emotions, don't be soft, don't be all these things because I have to, I have to lock this away because as soon as I become, a, you know, I, I express my honest emotions, I am going to get kicked while I'm down and I don't actually know how to handle that. So for me, that whole experience was amazing and I am, like I said, I'm looking forward to the next time even I'm in a working situation with someone who has sort of pow- more power than I do in a re- in a situation where I can be like where I get shut down out in the world. In, in our relationship, getting shut down or whatever, yelled at or whatever, like that's just an opportunity for me. And I think I learned so much from that moment that I'm actually excited to put it to the test. Yeah, I think for me, like what that moment brought, and I and I wish next time that when I when I'm right and you're wrong and you bring your vulnerability to me, that I'm going to be able to hold it better than I did um, <laughs> and not shut you down. But now I can shut you down. Well, uh, we'll see. We'll I'm, see. I, um, I I learned something, but I'm sure I have a lot more to go. But I think in the world, like when I'm when I'm having a conversation with someone and I am sure, um, like I want to leave the possibility that I'm actually never 100% sure. So there's a 50% chance that I might be wrong and there's a 50% chance that I might be wrong and I... Wrong, you're wrong. I think oh, sorry. It's 100% chance you're wrong. <laughs> that may, they'll make life very easy for me moving forward. Yeah, so there's a 50% chance of being right and wrong yeah. and I am open to being wrong or being right. So thank you for joining us this week. Uh, Make sure you subscribe uh, wherever you listen or watch. And uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is at The Interracial Couple. So come and follow us there. Um, And we'll look forward to hanging out again next week. Yeah, so thanks for tuning in and to this podcast where I was all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to The Interracial Couple Podcast where... I'm Sarah, I'm wrong, and I'm Matthew, I'm right. Look at that, and it even rhymes. It's perfect. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.